Scallywags, scoundrels, rogues, and rebels, Asylum Studios is pleased to present a show that will bend your mind, scramble your morals, and ruin your good taste. This is not a show to take home to your mother and definitely not one for the children. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chaos and Disorder. That's right. Welcome back into Chaos and Disorder. I am Rick Flieger here with my octogenarian friend, Rick Briggs. You can check out everything Chaos and Disorder has to offer. Head on over to the tweeters at Chaos and Disorder. That's just the letter N. If you're into the Facebooks, Chaos and Disorder podcast, email the show. Any show ideas, complaints, gripes, I doubt there'll be any praise, Rick, but uh, if there is, Chaos and Disorder Pod at gmail.com. And of course, you can find all the show archives, not just Chaos and Disorder, but everything we've ever done at AsylumFantasySports.com. Yes, indeed. Like Rick said, we are Flieger and Briggs, and welcome to Chaos and Disorder. And we want to thank you, Andy Frampton, our good friend, for that nice introduction. And you can check out uh, wherever Andy may be playing near you um, on Facebook and TikTok, and you can find him by looking for at Bronco Swanson on Facebook and TikTok for all the local shows of Andy Frampton coming towards you. And thanks for our sponsors, Dead Sled Coffee and the Chop Shop in Butler, PA. The Chop Shop. You, you, we should bring – they should do a food drop. I need the Chop Shop. I'm hungry. I'm on it. You idiots show think, up here at dinner time. I think that's a, a great idea. Maybe we could actually put him in a decent mood for a change. What do you think? Give me your order. I'm hungry. You know what? You need to talk to him. You're, you're friends with those folks at the chop shop, right? We're all friends. They've eliminated the land yacht, and I find it completely unacceptable. I'll talk to yeah. William about yeah. that. See if William can, can get your boy a, uh, a land yacht, for the love of God. So, Rick, I'm given to understand there was a fairly important football game the other day. Uh, yeah, I think it was down in Florida or something. Yeah. I don't know. They call it something. The, the Super Spreader Bowl, I yeah, believe they called like it. That, right. Everybody whining about it. What what a mess. What a disaster. What a terrible game. Who predict? Find me one person that predicted Kansas City would not find the end zone in that game. Oh, you'll find some hammerhead in Tampa going, I told you to. Well, but, I no, mean, beforehand. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I, I don't know. I mean, that was just, you know, and everybody – Look, we, we monitor the tweeter and everything else, and all oh, the goat Tom Brady and his seven titles. You know, hats off the guy. We, we, we've already sang his praises, but I'll tell you what, that game was won by the Tampa Bay defense, pure and simple. Andy Reid had no answers. Patrick Mahomes had no answers. He was running for his life every play, and they just had no answers at all. They shut down Kelsey to a certain extent, and that was basically it. Yeah, I mean, this all came down to, and I'll tell you, everybody undersold it. We did, writers, the national TV guys, the pregame show, just how big a deal it is Kansas City going into that game, missing both tackles, Yeah. right? I mean, you think because it's Patrick Mahomes, because it's Tyreek Hill, because it's Travis Kelsey, they'll still find a way, <laughs> not against a good defense. Nope. And it was just a – terrible game relative to the hype going in and expectations might be the worst Super Bowl I can remember there's been worse games well, everybody complains about the New England Rams um what two years yeah, ago at least it was competitive yeah it was, it was a close game this game was never even I mean it was basically over in the first quarter you yeah. could just tell yeah um, it, it felt like it you know 
What it came down to, and I've, I've got a long list of gripes here, Rick. I, I will describe this Super Bowl, the experience in general, just as the vortex of suck. That, that's what this thing was. But starting with the game, to your point, Kansas City was never really in it. You know, They played like and they seemed like right up until Antonio Brown scored that touchdown before halftime, like they expected had happened so many times before, right? Off to a slow start, looking like they were in trouble, down double digits. They kept even showing that in the game, all the postseason games right. where Kansas City was down double digits. And you were just, they were, they, along with us, were waiting for themselves to flip on the switch and it was going to happen. And it, it just never did. You know, the, the, the commercials got, they were awful. You know, apparently there's racial injustice and COVID running around. You know, there was no funny whatsoever. Absolutely. That's not true. The one with the lemons, that was kind of funny. Not that the concept was all that funny, but just people getting hit in the head with lemons. I guess I'm, I'm all right. People getting hit with fruit is always funny. But oh, yeah. I mean, when you like like us, we like the Three Stooges. We, we like Naked Gun. Right. Stuff like that. That's funny. Yeah. But beyond that, I mean, no even attempt at humor, just virtue signaling after virtue signaling. Look, you get the, some of that every year, and some of those commercials can be good. But all this COVID, God, I'm just. And I'm, that's all you're going to see now after the Super Bowl, if you right, think about yeah, it. Yeah, they keep rerunning them. Yeah. And it, it, it was just awful. And then that pathetic Bruce Springsteen commercial where he looked like Johnny Resnick was left out in the sun too long. It was just, God, that was awful. I, mean, I had to look up. I, I thought it might have been him, but he looks weird now. I don't know if he had some work done. But it, he just looks weird, and it was a dumb commercial. You know, there's something to be said for Keith Richard. Yeah. He, he, he doesn't give a damn what no, he looks he like. Looks, and he looks – now he looks like – I mean, other than the beads and the bandana and everything, he looks like a normal old drug-through-the-dirt yeah. old guy. Bruce Springsteen is still trying to look, you know, like he's 27. And it doesn't work. He just looked. He looked weird. And I. Hey, I do. maybe that's what I do. Maybe I ought to get like a rug and dye my all my whiskers and everything. And and you have to get a spray tan. Yeah, spray tan. iron out those wrinkles a little bit. Yeah. You do bring up Keith Richards at least once every episode. I don't know if anybody else has noticed that, but you've got an unhealthy obsession with with Mr. Richards. No, I don't. I don't think so. I I just think he is like the poster child for. If you're going to get old, look old. Because he's looked old for the last 50 years. Well, that's true. He was old <laughs> when Bob he was Dillon's young. Bob another one, yeah. But just, the commercials were pathetic. They just, were. Just, just terrible. And so then the commercials are no good. The game's no good. So now the rare occasion where I got on the tweeters, you know, when I'm not in the bathroom, I thought, well, I can pay attention to that. That'll give me something to do to help me get through this mess. And it was the same thing, right? All oh, just the the wine, the, the super spreader bowl. You know, Dan Rather's whining that people aren't wearing masks in commercials, and why that's a bad idea. And and now that the Chiefs are racist, and then the Buccaneers is a bad thing to say and to celebrate because Pirates were bad. This I was a have, conversation. I just have going one on. thing to say to all those people: Get off my lawn. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. But but so nothing was there. You know, the, again, I saw this thing. I'm, I get to reading this story 
about in the, I think it was in the Washington Post about how we shouldn't be celebrating buccaneers and pirates, only to find out that the person who wrote this article, apparently you can get a PhD in pirates. Did you know that, Rick? (laughs) How would you like to have paid, been the dad that paid for that degree? And to find out the woman who wrote this, I'm not kidding you, has a tattoo on her arm like her entire bicep of, guess what, Rick? A A pirate. pirate. Oh, wow. (laughs) Imagine that. Just just absolutely. um, I mean, she should have put her diploma on, yeah. on well you know? i would think so but so she's the leading expert but we shouldn't be celebrating and like i said we decided out of left field chiefs so again all social justice all virtue signaling all covid all you could find on twitter and then every incomplete here's the thing that I, is an idea that i have for somebody to send into chaos and disorder pod at gmail.com all right send in any kind of legitimate argument as to why Chiefs is racist in any way, I want to know. Well, you, you'll get a bunch of nonsense, but it'll be no. just that. Well, I mean, I'm, I am inviting someone who actually thinks they are intelligent or an academic or woke or whatever the hell they want to call themselves as to how in the hell that is racist in any way. Yeah. You'll you'll get it. So good. Chaos Point counterpoint. Disorder pod Another good get off my lawn segment. What else is new with get off my lawn? And so then, if you could get all the past all that nonsense and find something about the game, it was only in how heroic and how great Patrick Mahomes was in every incompletion he threw. <laughs> you know, he's down twenty in the yeah. second half of the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's getting chased around. Yeah, he threw a couple balls, laying out, diving, this and that. And I'm supposed to celebrate this. And he he's still the greatest quarterback ever, even when he throws an incomplete. I don't know what it is. The, the slurpage of Patrick Mahomes is starting to drive me nuts. Tony Romo de- did it all season. Now yeah. everybody on Twitter, you know, we didn't read about how Tom Brady was about, and believe me, he doesn't need any praise from anybody. But Tom Brady's about to win his seventh Super Bowl. Bruce Arians is about to win the Super Bowl. The Tampa Bay are about to know did you see that incomplete pass Patrick Mahomes just threw yeah. everybody twist your underwear over your head it, it was uh, so I, I couldn't even get on Twitter awful just awful I agree the festivities in general right there was like there was no buzz around this thing whatsoever I didn't feel like it's the COVID thing, right? You know, I, I don't know. A lot of it's because I'm getting old, apparently. I, I was stunned to find this. Kind of everybody involved, the the halftime show, the weekend, apparently, you know, there's no E in there. So it's the weekend. No clue who he was whatsoever. That weird mashup of the national anthem with Eric Church, and it sounded like he was singing, you know, Bummas, don't let your baby, you know, he's singing it in that dumb twang. And then that that other woman who was singing with him, I had no clue who she who was. Who blew him all out yeah. of the water. Well, geez, finally, when she started singing, he shut up, and yeah. it was at least a decent national anthem. But that was just a weird mashup. I don't even understand what what made that pairing go about. But the only thing that was any good on there, and I'd never heard of it, it, it's her or H-E-R, that that girl who did God Bless America at the beginning on the electric guitar. She made a fan out of me because she can saw on that thing. And I tell you, I I did a deep dive after that on the Google image search, a bit of a good egg, kind of a silly goose, that one. So I did enjoy that, but of course had no clue who she was. Just in general, this Super Bowl was the vortex of suck, and I had no patience for it whatsoever. I agree, and I'll, I'll, you know, just catapult off your halftime show that you were talking about. I'll be honest with you, as soon as it started, 
I put on my son's Oculus and was playing a fishing game. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just went into a different world. I mean, I just couldn't stand it. There was just nothing about that that I wanted to see or anything. And I came back in the third quarter and started watching a boring game. So you didn't watch the weekend? I no, I did not. I would pay any amount. Now of No, I heard it. Now I, we were over at our daughter's house, and and all our kids and their spouses or significant others, you know, girlfriends, whatever, were there. And they were talking, oh, you know, like my son and his girlfriend, they knew who she was or he, whatever the hell it was. I don't even know. You know, I mean, (laughs) I was over there listening to them, talking about them. And then my wife is asking questions like, what did they ever do? And this, you know, and they'll say something like it was everyone should know what the hell it was, which nobody did. sang, didn't he? Well, yeah, but like. Some song, oh, yeah, and no, which was yeah, and I was by. just sitting over there with that Oculus on. There, there is it, no amount of money I would not pay to watch you blundering around some li- living room in an Oculus. No, I, was I, I picture you like remember when they first came out in the commercials, and there would be old ladies sitting down crying and stroking out because of this thing because they no. couldn't fathom the technology. This is what I'm envisioning here. No, I was just sitting in a chair and I was fishing. Yeah, I mean it was. It's great. I mean, do you actually have to do the? For, yes. We're not on video yet. You have actually, to do the arm wave. How does it know if you don't do it? Well, it, you have you have controllers. Oh, okay. So there's controllers and an Oculus. You have buttons to like grasp something to pick it up or whatever, and and like the um the fishing rod. I mean, you and I have both fish. You know, you push the button and cast it. You know, the simple type of, of yeah. casting reel. Well, that's what you have to do. You have to hit a certain button. And let go of it as you cast and so forth, or it doesn't go. And you know, no, I'm in the middle of something here. <laughs> I mean, you just hit your button. I mean, that was just. <laughs> yes, Alejandro. I was wondering if there's you can do different types of casts, flip casts, fly fishing. Yes, Rick. <laughs> Can you do a flip cast? <laughs> uh, I believe the man asked you a question. Forget it. It's over. Let's hey, go. Have, have you ever partaken of any adult contact uh, uh, content on the the VR thing? I'm giving it to understand that's become quite the genre. Fishing is adult content. No, no, not that yeah. kind of adult. No, content. no. fishing is very adult con- context. Uh, yes. uh, no, or content for our English speaking listeners, but context. But I don't. It might be sensory overload. I think I need to get into the VR porn. You imagine being like in the doggy door with Did her. Did you ever see what was that movie? It was actually Natalie Wood's last movie. Before she drowned, it was her and Christopher Walken. Or, yeah, I think Christopher Walken. Uh, but anyway, it was that type of technology. This is like back in the early '80s. I mean, after she drowned, like what in '82, something like it. But that's what it was. You actually, it was like in the future, and you paid for these real life fantasies. You put this thing on. Brainstorm. Brain. Yes, brainstorm, and that that's what you did, and. Actually, there was actually a scene in there where this guy was, you know, in one of those types of of fantasies. Adult husbandry. Yes, and <laughs> or animal husbandry. At How the, do you say at that? The t- at the husbandry. exact at the exact minute that he was reaching his, you know, 
full excitement of the of the situation. The end of let's the race. Say, yeah, let's say that. Yeah. It something happened in the program. It stuck and looped, and they came back to him like three days later, and he's he's laying there. So wait, it was just a it's perpetual like, state of almost done. Yeah. Oh, what a nightmare. No. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and the guy was like dying. Well, I can, I can imagine so. So, all right, how how can I do this? This is chaos and disorder. Did I you don't ever see be... Looker, the movie Looker? How many times are you going to ask me if I've seen a movie? The answer is if it's not Friday, if it's not Varsity Blues, and it's not porn, oh, the know. answer is always no. I have not. Really, really. You should see Looker. It's James Coburn, I think Albert Finney, um, Susan Day from the Partridge Family. Um, Tim Rosovich, former Eagles linebacker, uh, pretty good movie. I, I somehow doubt it. Not really. You so know. back to the important thing. So with this other movie you were talking yeah. about and, and you and all the Oculus porn you're, you're viewing. <laughs> so how in the movie did they account for the lack of how I say physical? I yeah, I don't know. Like I get the mental sensory thing, well, I but th- I would think, well, and I that's th- why VR hasn't taken off well, yet see, because I th- you need that extender. I and think that's a, no, that's no. A mess. I think actually, this was in the future. Supposedly, it actually somehow connected to your brain where you actually felt and experienced. Yeah, see, that's, that's if somebody I mean. punched you in the mouth, you, I mean, it would hurt. You, okay. know, you know, everything. You know, right. it was just, or if you. You know, whatever, you know, you were in something out in the snow, you would be cold and so forth. Somehow it, it hooked up to your brain. I don't know exactly the technology. And, gee, maybe we'll call the producer. It was only 40-some years ago. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll know how it goes. Yeah, but, I, sure. but I think Oculus needs to get to working on that, and then you will have a customer in one Rick Now I'm sure they're anxiously awaiting that. Hey, I'll pay. You know what I would like to try? I mean, that was one of the first games – that came out for the Oculus was um, Wilson's Heart. It was, um, you're in some sort of like, uh, I don't know, old haunted lab where they did like experiments on people. And you're actually looking for this guy's heart or something. All right. And, you know, you go through and you have to explore this whole place and there's ghosts and all this other kind of crap in there. It's actually pretty cool looking. I saw it on on YouTube. You know, some of the things they showed, some of the some guy gaming it or whatever. It looked like it was pretty wild. I mean, and I tell you what, with one, have you ever had one of those Oculus? No, I've never had it. My son just got it. It's it's crazy. I mean, like, of course we're not video, so you're looking at me. But I mean, if you're standing here and you're looking ahead, and you turn your head to look behind you. Everything moves just kind of like you're in that world. I mean, it's bizarre. It it really is. So, anyway, the Super Bowl sucked. Oculus is pretty cool. Yeah. I like porn. Well, we know that. I mean, that's that's established, I think, every show. You you good with the streaker at the Super Bowl? Did Did you hear about him? No. He laid down whatever it was. Alejandro told me it was like a $350 bet or something like that. Big bet. On, there would be a streaker at the Super Bowl, and he became the streaker and oh, won. That's a good a idea. A ton of money. What was that like plus seven fifty or something? Yeah. I think it was. So he won a ton of money. Yeah. Wonder if he'll get paid. Yeah, plus seven fifty, or he'll get kneecapped. Well, yeah, most likely both. He'll get paid. 
But he will probably your... never make another bet like that again. Let's put it that way. Probably nobody will ever be able exactly. to make another bet on that again. But it's a pretty good idea. Yeah. When, when you think about it. How much did he put down? What was it, like 350 or something like that? Or I can't remember. 350 That's not a big bet. It was $1,000 to get himself out of jail. Cleared 374 k on... Oh, he, he bet fifty k. Oh, so okay, he bet fifty k. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So thousand dollars. He probably doesn't have a job, so he doesn't have to worry about that affecting his employability. That's a pretty good idea. But he had oh, he said, fifty grand. Gonna, somebody's going to shank him. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I guess if it's a sure thing, it'd be pretty easy to raise fifty grand. Right? He went into the bank and said, true. "Listen, <laughs> yeah, I've is, got an idea. This is what's going to happen. Here's the math. Yeah." I think the best part of that was, yeah, of course, I didn't hear it in real time, but but it was all over the internet the next day was Kevin Harlan's call of it. I don't like how TV yeah. you know, clutches their pearls and we, we have to go away from it, but Kevin Harlan just called the whole thing and put up your pants, yeah. man. <laughs> that, that was funny. That's a professional broadcast. <laughs> Kevin Harlan's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we need more Kevin Harlan's around. And, and I mean, it, it's there's just not enough of that. They're too polished. They're too... Yeah. Well, TV plays that like like everything now where we can't be adults, right? So we can't show this on TV or other people are going to want to do it like we're all freaking kindergartners. No, show that thing. I, I want to see in a Super Bowl like that, Yeah, what could have been better than some guy running bare-ass down through the middle of Raymond James Stadium? And they James get plowed at the 40. Well, yeah. <laughs> and he didn't even take a good hit. He kind of gave himself up. Was a was a bummer. Oh, well, it's COVID. He got speared. Well, that's true. You, you got to have the... Yeah, but you, need, you needed somebody like an LT or so, or, or a bucket, somebody that was just like a raging who, lunatic. Who was, it? was it James Harrison, James Harrison. or Jerry Harrison Porter that one, yeah. some, laid somebody yeah. out in Cleveland? That's what you need. Yeah, exactly. Fold Nelson into a bomb. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just a, a raging lunatic in the situation and just bury the guy. Yeah. yeah. But no. So. Did you read? Probably Are not. we still on the Super Bowl? Sure. Are you done? Well, no. Because we, I'm done. We got to get to skits and bits season I here, thought it sucked, so ahead. I just wanted yeah. to move away it from sucked. it. It's the vortex of suck. Did you happen to, I mean, you saw um, the tournament this past week, the results. You know, Jordan Spieth was actually in contention. Right. Shot a 61 on Saturday to get into contention. Um, at yeah. the, what is the waste management? Yeah, who could uh, have seen him gagging that one away? <sighs> Well, I came across an article, and look, I mean, this is this is a re- CBS's reporter of note, Kyle Porter. You know, I mean, we all read Kyle Porter when it comes to golf on CBS, right? But I was just appalled at. Okay, I'm just going to read this. This is quoting Kyle Porter's article. He he starts talking about. You know, Brooks Kepka and Tiger Woods and some of these guys. Um, losing tournaments. All right. But then he started, then he brought in, you know, um, the management Phoenix Open, you know, that Kepka won over, what was it, uh, Xander Shoffley. Shoffley, and yeah. Spieth was still up there. Yeah, yeah, Spieth was up there, yeah. And Lee, I believe, too. But anyway, but Spieth shoots a 61 on Saturday. And this, I'm, I'm going to start quoting Kyle Porter here, so instead of me You must rambling. be mad about this. You're about to rub your hands it apart, is. and if you were I any am. closer to the microphone, I'm you're going to start a freaking fire over I know. there. <laughs> it drives me nuts. Good Lord. In quoting, instead, they will remember Jordan Spieth's improbable 61 on Saturday, 
And the way he summoned something short of magic, but beyond the realm of normality, <laughs> as he tried to win for the first time since 2017. The questions during Spee Saturday's soiree were singular and connected. How low can he go? How high can a sport take his fans? They are essentially the same question, even if they have different endpoints. Nothing else mattered as he hit bombs on number 16 and number 17 and roused a slumbering legend that many believe is still slinking around beneath the surface of his being. I mean, nothing else in all of sports mattered for those four rounds in round three. My God, he shot a 61 out in Phoenix. Johnny Miller did it I don't know how many times. He didn't land on the freaking moon. My God. I, I mean, I'm just like, and he went on and on. I mean, you talk about slurping on Mahomes. I mean, he made Tony Romo look like he hated Pat Mahomes, all right? <laughs> I, I just, I am appalled at such a worship session on somebody that lost. Yeah, well, yeah. And, I yeah, mean, it wasn't Johnny Miller shooting 35 under and winning by 22 yeah. shots. Well, the 61s are a it's tremendous a round. round, but come on. First of yeah. all, it's at the waist. Nick Price shot 63 at Augusta, okay? I mean, this, this the is world's a guy, still here. This is a guy trying way too hard yeah. in a sport that, in, in a tournament, I guess I should and say. And he goes on and on about can Spieth sustain his competitiveness? He hasn't won in almost four years. He's trying to get competitive. He played a good round. And then he blew it. He blew it, but at least he's competitive. Whether he keeps it or not, so what? Why do you have to, like, act like it is Jack Nicklaus at 85 years old being competitive? I think it's it's an irrelevant tournament. That that tournament's relevant only in the drunken chicanery chicanery they generally or allow if to you're go playing on. Playing in it and want to win a million bucks. Well, yeah, no, but I'm not talking about right. them. I'm talking about this exactly. doofus who who wrote this fawning article. <laughs> you know, it just <laughs> completely and utterly. It was Super Bowl weekend. We're in the middle of all the nonsense we're in. So, you know, if anybody, the casual golf fan tunes into that, it'd be for one of two reasons. Tiger would be playing in it, which I don't know, does Tiger ever even played in that? And number two, to see all the drunken buffoonery that goes on that they allow to happen at that tournament. Well, they didn't hardly let any fans in, so that wasn't going on. So a completely irrelevant tournament. And apparently this guy has half a chub for Jordan Spieth for some reason. I don't understand that. God. There's a reason AT&T, Coca-Cola, and Under Armour ink those endorsement checks. I don't understand it all, but I do know that a balding 27-year-old whose features are more featureless than anything else can stir the embers of affection for this stupid sport more than nearly every other human who has gone before him. Minus DeChambeau. What is yeah, you got a hard on for Deshane. It's getting weird with him and Deshane. But listen to that. This, nothing can stir the embers <laughs> of affection for this sport more than nearly every other human who has gone before him. Somebody is fully I mean, stoked. <laughs> that is. So he's not even talking ludicrous. about any, any, any golf. <laughs> but as in the case of all memorable weekends in life, life in oh. life. Questions must be asked about the future. Most pertinently, what's next? 
We'd probably go to a damn tournament, I'm yeah, guessing. Shoot 74, 72, <laughs> 73, 74. Case, it runs a little deeper than that because of his history and because of the past three years of him playing the role of Moses and wandering <laughs> in the desert. And because he's Jordan Spieth, is it sustainable? <laughs> well, you're getting fired. This That's is I... ludicrous. <laughs> this is this is more garbage journalism I've ever seen in one article in my <laughs> life. Well, this guy clearly has a soft spot or a <laughs> yeah. hard spot, yeah, hard spot, spot <laughs> for Jordan Spieth. He thinks the rest of us do too. I mean, Jordan Spieth just add him to Think the. Think about it. Before anybody, before. Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods. Right. Before anybody that's come before him, Greg Norman, nobody has touched the masses like Jordan Speed. John <laughs> Daly. John Daly. <laughs> you know what I honestly think this is? Not to actually break this down and lend credence to this nonsense. Everybody in the golf media and real golf fans have been desperately since Tiger Woods has kind of become another guy. We've been trying, trying to, to find, find the, the next, next Tiger Woods for 15 years now, right. and these guys will pop up. Jordan Spieth had a good, what, two years where it looked like, oh, he might yeah. be the guy, and then, no, he became the, the balding Rory, feature Rory list. Rory McIlroy yeah. was yeah, another one. they right. are so desperate to find this next guy. Now, now this th- it seems like there may be more sexual tension involved <laughs> in this story than there is. Yeah. I mean, how do you hero worship Jordan Spieth, for God's <laughs> sake? You know, at, at least him and his never-ending quest to bed Bryson DeChambeau, it's because he's all ripped, and apparently we know what kind of guys Finkelstein's yeah, exactly. into. But, but Jordan's... Before the he, show, we know which one he is. He even said in this Bukaki session of, of an article here, you yeah. know, that he was balding and had no features and basically saying he's not attractive, but I still get wood. I mean, what what is this? What's going well, on? Well, he's touched the masses more than anyone before him in a sport. Anybody. Anybody. That goes back to old Tom Morris in the 1800s. I mean, a legend. I Wow. Wow, I tell you what. Yeah, good God. All right. So what I guess, so football. That pissed me off. I'm sorry. Football season's over. Golf has been ruined for Mr. Briggs. So so we've officially, nobody cares about baseball coming up. So we've fallen officially into skits and bits season. So apparently you two have sat around and cooked up a bunch of nonsense. So I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to let Finkelstein introduce the next segment here. Oh, wow. The random wheel of bloviation. What we're going to do is we're going to spin a wheel. We have a wheel. We do. I'm given to understand. I know that. We spin it. It lands on a topic. Did you happen to get Wink Martindale to narrate it? I offered him $20. (laughs) Is he even still alive? (laughs) That might have been the problem. (laughs) I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. That'd be a fun game someday. Dead or alive. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great game. Just put names together. I'll produce that. Yeah. Work on it. <laughs> so what are we done with the random wheel of deviation? So we get a topic Blo- of what? Sloviation. Well, we're going to spin the wheel. Okay, okay, let's do it. I can't get over Enough the size. Talking. I can't get over it. Well, he hasn't even introduced the segment yet. You won't let him finish a sentence. You can tell he's half in the bag today because that's when <laughs> nobody can finish talking. What are so, you drinking? He's drinking them stouts. Yeah, that's the problem. He's drinking that moonshine beer. So we're going to stick with the Super Bowl. 
We're going to have a random topic. We just discussed how horrible it was. Not this specific <laughs> okay. Super Bowl. All right. Forget. I'm, I'm going to let him talk. I Sorry. don't think you will. I don't think you have the capability of it. <laughs> Over or under. Anyways, <laughs> depending on what the topic is, it'll be a draft or a pick em. As the eyes roll, I'm sure the audience could hear that. So we're going to spin in three, two, one. Could have given me a little more lead up than that. Three seconds. We let the horse out. Why are you bragging on the sound? And stop. And the topic for tonight is Super Bowl 56, X versus Y. Give me your three picks. And on that note, we're going to throw it a commercial. Give these gentlemen a little bit of time to figure out their top three. Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect, no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you, having slurped and sniffed through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED. 15 and take 15% off your order. Deadsledcoffee.com. And hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you. I kind of like it. Welcome back into Chaos and Disorder as I scream over whatever that noise is. That might have been the single greatest commercial break in the world. Yeah. So. Meanwhile, ever, he's stumbling around. Ever in the history of broadcasting. So we're, we're still getting the studio put together and figuring, getting all the bugs worked out. Right, Rick? So if you recall, we had about a what felt like a four-and-a-half-hour conversation before the show started and how we were going to go to break and come back to break. Right. And so, again, this is my fault. We, we kind of passed it off to him. And if we recall, the plan was going to be we're going to go to break. Right. I'm going to fade in some music so it sounds professional. Then he's going to hit the commercial. But instead, he yap, 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 yap. Bang, hit the commercial. Stood up. Kicked the boom mic. <laughs> microphone still Tripped up. Tripped over the waste can. Heard him open two beers. Crack, crack. Came back over. Waved the beer in your face. You wouldn't acknowledge his existence. The one thing in this world you care about, you wouldn't even look up at him. You can tell he's in a panic because the commercial's about to end, but you can't be bothered to look up at him. And then he comes back and runs into the microphone again. So okay, a now, really tight break. We're now, getting there, fellas. I'm proud. Okay, now here's here's one thing that I have to take issue with. What's this from? What? Which game is this? Not a game. Not a game. One time. One time. You guys all, you know, always yelling at me because I cut people off. You do. Blah, blah, blah. You do. I was sitting there going over the subject, trying to come up with some intelligent content. Because he stumbled around, kicked chairs, (laughs) fell over a waste can, 
hit his head on the desk and spilled three beers. It's my fault. Because again, you you kind of you did the king nose. You might want to turn that up if you're going to hit buttons. If you're going to king nose sell, yay! If you're going to king, he even king nose sells off the mic. So so again, the one thing, the only expectation. Rick has no expectation for the show in terms of content. The one expectation is his beer glass is never empty, and so. Finkelstein, the one thing he got right today was bringing you a beer, and you wouldn't even look up at him. But you have you have to realize that I got him one too. Well, that's not relevant to the yeah, fact. Yeah, it is that because it's already one in the pocket. He I've damn already... near killed himself trying to get back from this break, and you wouldn't look up that. at him. I can't help that he can't walk. He's so bombed. I mean, he's been sitting here drinking for what four hours now at a minimum. So. So I've got a problem with this segment already. Uh-oh. Shocker, right? Get off my lawn. <laughs> Is that appropriate? So if I remember right, the wheel landed on Super Bowl 56. Correct. And my presumption was... I guess he w- wants predictions. You So you want me to predict who's going to be in the Super Bowl next year, Correct. right? Way too early then prediction. why would you ask me for three teams? Now, I'm, I'm no expert. I'm not an expert, but I'm given to understand only two teams get to play in the Super Bowl. It's 2021 season. You never know. I'd watch a three-way football game. You I watch would. a lot of three-way <laughs> You know you could do that, though. I don't know. Like, play a half? No, no, I want them on the field at the same time. Boy, that would be real Yeah, I don't want one team over in the corner what eating about a sandwich. A- I want everybody <laughs> in there, a menagerie, if What you about will. a foursome? One Two teams playing north to south, two teams playing east to west. Oh, and then you just have that intersecting and, and it kind, point. Yeah, and kind of cross. Yeah. Do you ever see that racing? It's like figure eight. <laughs> figure <racing>. eight. <laughs> I am just redneck enough to make sure I'm at the Butler Farm Show every Ooh. time that's going on. You know, you could probably do that with like a foursome, only kind of like best ball. Say you'd have two teams going north and south and two teams going east and west, right? Mm-hmm. But then I wonder where one... you got that idea. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. But I'm, in, I'm enhancing. But one team going north and south is actually you combine scores with one of the teams going east and west. So, hence, if somebody breaks one loose and the guy from the north and south team sees him running for a touchdown, he can run down and tackle him. Copyright, copyright, copyright. Yeah, I mean, this is great stuff. Yeah, I, I think This we're... is the next XFL. The XFL would have done well with something like that, but they tried to go legit. The CDFL, Chaos and Disorder Football League. I like it. Let's do it. That's all right. All right, so just pick, just okay, pick you're one on in it defense. now to get some sponsors. Dead Sled will probably buy the first team. On it. All the, right. The New Jersey Dead Sled Coffins. Is Dead Sled in New Jersey? I do believe, yeah. So do I need to stop saying the things I say yes. about New Jersey? Probably. Mm. I.e., if the world ever needed an enema, that's where the hose would go. Now, what sounds creepier to you, coffins or casket? Casket. Yeah, I don't like casket. Yeah, casket's creepy. Coffin, it's okay, coffin. It's kind of like the the wooden thing in a Western movie, but casket's like... Why do we do that? Why don't we just flop people in the ground like you do with the goldfish? Because we're bigger and we stink more. Mm. No, no, if you're six feet underground, you're not going to stink. Maybe not. Are you? I don't know. Why do we do that? I, I mean, natives put them above ground and let vultures and stuff pick at them. Yeah, you could do that, but that might be get kind of gross after a while. But I never understood yeah, a lot the of coffin. People die. There's a lot of people around. Well, and then it, it, it isn't just the coffin, and then there's the coffin, and then they go in that 
tomb thing that the coffin goes in. Well, I think you, I think you hit a on grave? it. It's called dollar sign. Yeah, straight. Yeah. No, not a grave. You <laughs> don't. You know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking. Crip. About. Yeah. It's, I mean, you've accused me of looking like no. The there's keeper. like the, well, that's that's for damn <laughs> mausoleum. There's that no, not a mausoleum. Mm. Like you put the casket in oh, that the, cement gimmick gotcha. and then yep, put yep, that I'm on. Put there. something out there. Now this is something I have thought about for years. Well, you've but been I dying for twenty years, but I don't, so you have to plan for these things. But I don't have the technology to do it. And no. I don't know anybody that does. I, I well, maybe I'd do it off air. Try to use that sound button board. We'll, we'll do it off time. air. No, no. Oh, why is it going to get gross? No, no, no. It's it's a great idea, I think. But you don't want to share it. You don't well, want no, anybody stealing your idea. One of you guys maybe say, hey, I know somebody that could come up with that. You know, we don't want to have it out on the air and then somebody steal it. So, <laughs> so this is such a brilliant. Now you have to put it out. There. Oh, it's brilliant. Copyright, you you copyright, just have to copyright. say copyright, copyright, copyright. It's like Beetlejuice. Now they can't steal it. Let's hear this oh. brilliance. Well, I think like okay, especially like um, um, the mausoleum type of thing. Especially, I don't know how you you'd have to. I never liked the card catalog of dead bodies whole thing. There, I don't care for that. But you know how you walk into like those mausoleums. And like never thought of it that way. Where they're <laughs> slid into their slot in the side of the right. wall, right? Like and a card catalog. Right, yeah, exactly. Know, gross. But see, what what would be really cool is if each one was numbered, okay? And it was kind of like a jukebox. And when the person was still alive, no, seriously, and when the person was still alive, they like recorded themselves. Huh. Like in front of a camera, put it on like a disc or something, Hologram. you know, however the, the technology is downloaded. And like you know, kids, grandkids, you know, great grandkids, years and years later, say, "Oh, okay, this is this is Grandpa Rick Fligger," you know, and they hit like you know button six six six. Do they have to put a? <laughs> they have to put a quarter in? Yeah. Wait, wait on. Well, I mean, I'm sure the cemetery will come up with something to make <laughs> money, but then what would happen was they would come on, you know, it would just play their little presentation like. You know, I'm so-and-so, this is what I did in my life, and here's my kids, and show something. You know what I mean? And have like a little, whatever, three or ten minute dissertation on their life and somebody a hundred years down the road and say, hey, that was my great-grandfather. And it finishes with, get off my lawn. Well, yeah, certainly you oh, do that. sure. Get I mean, off my grave. That's this not a bad idea. This no, isn't like high that. technology. Three baboons with some Dixie cups and a ball of string could do this. I mean, you're acting like this is space age. I don't know how to do it. Well, you don't know how to do anything. Well, that's why I'm telling you. So what are we talking about? Next year's Super Bowl. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, think we're, he is. I think that's what the wheel of death well, said. Well, I'll tell you we what, in the much too early prediction, I am throwing my NFC um, contender in as the L.A. Rams. Oh. I like with Matt Stafford going there with those wide receivers and that defense. Ah, I love him. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, the easy ones to think Tampa's going to be back, but I, I don't want to do that. I, I like the Rams. My problem with the Rams are, it's good at, with that defense, you're right. They've got all the pieces around Matt Stafford. My one concern with that is Matt Stafford has known, and not necessarily his fault, has known nothing but failure his entire NFL career. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing but. So they're Take going Detroit out of your psyche. You're right, but you've got to awaken and say, "Wow, fresh air." It's pretty rare, though. Somebody, even a veteran like Stafford, shows up for the in the playoffs for the first time. I guess the second time for him, and instantly they're they're playoff ready. Now I know a quarterback's a much different position, but what would you think would have happened if Barry Sanders would have landed in what was his back in the nineties? You know, 
say the Packers or whatever. It's been playing the whole time. <laughs> All right. What? You don't hear? Oh, you're deep. You can't hear it. He's still playing that. Oh, yeah, I do hear it. But <laughs> I was just, you know, going with it. I didn't know what you were guys laughing at. But, you know, Barry Sanders, obviously not a quarterback. But, you know, I would think that he would be so rejuvenated that he would probably run for 2,100 well, yards. Stafford's going to throw for 5,000. Well, that's not even an accomplishment anymore. He's going yeah, to throw for 40 is, but, touchdowns next. Yeah. It's just the lack of playoff success. It's hard to say because I think – I think it's going to be another off-season of turmoil for Green Bay. Now, they're still going to be make a deep run into playoffs because it's still Aaron Rodgers. You think the honeymoon's over, though? Between him and LeFleur? LeFleur. Well, no, they hate each other, but they, they yeah, Aaron Rodgers is good enough well, to get it done. Well, they were all yucking up having a great time this year because they were 13-3, and three, but yeah. then all of a sudden now Aaron Rodgers is 1-4 and four in NFC Championships games, and – it wasn't even a good game. I mean, it was kind of like, you know, what was that fourth down call? They didn't let Rodgers know they weren't going on fourth down. Right. And they sat yeah. the other. It just seems like, you know, the the cauldron's already starting to be stirred. I mean, the the it's going to be messy, I think, in, in Green yeah. Bay next year. I mean, if, if I'm setting odds, I think Tampa Bay gets back. But But for the sake of making a pick – you know what? I'm going to go way wacky off the board. And I hope I'm not doing just a different bit, just a zigging when everybody's zagging. Dak Prescott's coming back yeah. healthy. The team was terrible because they had no quarterback play. They had just a plethora of injuries at every position. Yeah. They're going to be forgotten about. People are going to be picking Washington to win that division depending on what quarterback they – because they're going to bring in a veteran quarterback. And with that defense, I think the Dallas Cowboys – or your NFC representative in the Super Bowl Fifty Six, boom! You 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 kind of threw me off. I had I had somebody in mind who I thought you were going to take, and you you threw me. A well, apparently ball. we get to pick a third because of this oh. dope. So I thought go it was going to be the Cardinals another. for you. Could be. They're close. They're close. That defense Peterson's gone. Would yeah. maybe it's addition by subtraction? I don't know. I worry the the Kingsbury thing. It's something's not working out there. AFC is a lot more muddled, isn't it? Yeah, there's a, a little, lot more. A lot muddled. of good football teams. So, I look. I, I can go down through there. New England will be there. Buffalo right now is my favorite. You, you've got New England <clears throat> as a playoff team next year. I think they're going to be there in the playoffs again next year, but I don't think they're going to be. Well, a you threat can't say to the again when they weren't there this year. Well, no, but they've been there for so many. You know, True. they'll get back again is what I meant. But I think Buffalo is a favorite. I don't like Pittsburgh going into next year as they stand right now, obviously. I don't think Baltimore is a threat right now. They just don't. I don't know. Lamar Jackson is starting to be one-dimensional. He can run, but that's about it. And they're starting to expose it a little bit in Baltimore, I think. Um, you know, Cleveland, it, it's hard to say. Cincinnati's going to be improved, but I, I, certainly not a threat. And you have what? The Tennessees, the Jacksonvilles with a million picks. You have Indianapolis is probably another threat. And then Kansas City. I, I, I It's just a mess over in the AFC right now. Yeah. I think the, the obvious pick is, is Kansas City. Sure. Lest anybody think they were exposed Sunday night, you're an idiot. Right. Yeah. It was the, the lack of offensive line. 
any it was just that any quarterback yeah. that has that kind of pressure put on right. him is going to lose. Yeah. Kansas City is the clear cut favorite. If I want to stick with a different bit, since I get eleven teams or whatever this rum dum came up with, you you hit on them. I think Carson Wentz ends up in Indianapolis. What do you think? I think that resur- that that reunion, the resurrection. I still got death on the mind. That reunion. <laughs> With Frank Reich works. That team is right there. That's probably the, one of the two or three. Not probably. That is one of the two or three best defenses in the league. They've got the running game with Jonathan Taylor. They can bring in some receiving talent. They already have some. They've got a great offensive line. They're going to bring a quarterback in. It's probably going to be Wentz, but they're going to bring a quarterback in. That's going to be my dark horse. I, I think the Colts are probably right there. I just What I can't envision is how they beat. Kansas City, right? I can't right. that I I can't get over that. So I'm gonna go Kansas City taking on Dallas. Kansas City gets back on it. Redemption tour for Patrick Mahomes, like he needs it after a fourteen and two season and losing in the Super Bowl, but to listen to the ESPNs of the world, he, he he's a reclamation project. Yeah, now. exactly. I, I I'm going out in a limb. I'll go Buffalo and the Rams. I'd like to see Buffalo back there. <laughs> yeah. As annoying as their fans are, they're a likable team. All right, exactly. is that enough of this nonsense? Are you happy now? I'm very happy. Your skits and bits. All right, we're going to take another commercial break. You're going to turn that off, and then you're not going to hit another button until I hit the bumper music, and then you can play your commercial. All right, are we ready? So I'm Rick Fligger, along with Rick, Rick Briggs. We'll be back with Chaos and Disorder right after this. sponsor and friends at Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you are sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook, but also at ChopShopButler.com, or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania, and tell them Flieger and Briggs sent you. All right, welcome back to Chaos and Disorder. William, get on that land yacht, man. We got to get that back in the menu. And I do just want to point out that, again, even after all that buildup and all that excitement, you didn't get to hear the first three seconds of the commercial because our producer doesn't understand how a volume button works. Two seconds. (laughs) Two seconds. I come a terrible across, show. I came, I came across some headlines, Rick. Oh, so you're doing my headline bit. I like it. Well, Do I have to hit the button? Yeah, you no, should no, use no, the no, button. No. You're I, I want to read you the headlines, but this is your pick. My pick. On which one that you like the best. Oh, that we'll so read, okay? choose your own adventure. I yes. like it. All okay, right. here's the first one. Gender reveal party has now burned through 7,000 acres. <laughs> or... Man pees on child's memorial, gets fired by own father. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's more. Oh, my, yes. Man shot after Aretha Franklin argument. <laughs> Alleged TV crew tried to create mass panic at airport. Well, that's just CNN, isn't it? Oh. Prankster. Boom, boom. Yeah. 
prankster cements head in microwave. <laughs> Guy imitating history channel Guy. wrecks cities downtown. Okay. Arizona man learns hard way that snakes are not toys. Uh, that's a fair point. <laughs> Actual Florida sheriff's tweet. Do not shoot the hurricane. <laughs> that just seems like business as usual in Florida. Man's poor judgment outside fire leads to arrest. Man's poor judgment <laughs> outside fire. Uh, he allegedly wanted to save his beer. Ah, well. Yeah. Attempt to kill ants destroys family home. I, I already know how that one goes. I don't need to hear that. I want to go, but Rick, I'm going to cut you off. I'm desperate for this fight, this death, whatever it was, over an Aretha Franklin conversation. <laughs> okay. That's the one I've got to have. Okay. <laughs> Fans mourned Aretha Franklin all around the world Thursday, including in a barbershop in Suffolk, Virginia, where a discussion of the Queen of Soul turned violent. Witnesses say that after an argument over whether Halle Berry had played or was going to play Franklin in a biopic turned violent. <laughs> These guys not have Google? And it's biopic, by the this way. This was 2018. What's that? Yeah, I was going to say, didn't she die a while ago? Well, yeah, she did. That was Well, this is back in 18, but I, I it was just included in stupidity headlines. Yeah. So they didn't have Google, so somebody had to die of it. Well, I've, apparently... I like a good barbershop yeah. argument. But there. anyway, witnesses say that after an argument over whether Halle Berry had played or was going to play Franklin, Michael Jermel Hatton, 44, pulled a gun and shot another patron. Police say the victim, 47-year-old Tony Lundy, is in critical condition. Lundy. Now, this is three years ago. We sure hope Tony made it. It's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Reports, uh, the New York Daily News reports that Franklin repeatedly said she wanted Barry to play her in a movie due to start filming next year, but the role went to Jennifer Hudson after Barry said she couldn't sing anywhere near well enough for the role. This must have been before Aretha Franklin died. What? Because, because Aretha Franklin said that she had wanted... Well, she could have said that before she died, well, but I'm presuming yeah, the so, argument yeah. happened after she died. I don't know when died. she did die, come to think of it. I mean, my God, that's almost three years ago now. Yeah. It's hard to believe. August But I just thought that was a uh, that was a fun headline, Rick. Thanks. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. All right, so I need your help, both of your help. Oh. Now, the You're listening, reaching a bit, aren't the, you? The listening audience may not know this about me, those of you who don't know me personally, because you know me as this affable Gregorious life of the party type of guy. Talent. The talent. God right. Almighty. The talent. But How about in a delusional, hallucinogen filled fair, drug addict. Fair enough. But the bottom line is what you what you guys know, this is an all, all an act. Something about these microphones wakes stir something in me. I am <laughs> I am essentially incapable. Yes. Of basic human interaction we, and communication yes. when the microphones are on. Yes. So I oftentimes run into situations that would be no big deal to the average human that put me in a total tailspin. 
So here's what I'm facing. Okay. All right. So you're looking for advice. Yeah. Okay. On how to handle a situation. Well, you've come to the right people. Well, because, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if, if you can't yeah. get good, solid human advice right. from your partner here of what over a decade now and our illustrious producer, well, there's illustrious. nowhere else to look. Well, certainly. <laughs> now he's just pushing buttons. Yeah. He's getting excited. I'm taking after Briggs. So as someone who isn't a very good human and isn't good at interaction, one thing I'm very, very uncomfortable with is gift giving and okay. receiving, and more more so receiving. I'm not oh, very really? – No, I, I, I disagree. I'm telling you, I am not good. I, I get uncomfortable. Think about I get the Christmas weird. episode. He gets so awkward. It's fantastic. Yes, I, I'm really uncomfortable. You don't pay any – well, the Christmas episode, you're shithouse drunk before you even walk through the studio. I believe you're the one that was drinking on Christmas, not me. Wait, you're claiming you didn't drink during did the not. Christmas episode. I didn't. That – Actually, he didn't. Fact check? He didn't drink? Not this no. last year. Why? And, and if you want to do some fact checking, uh -oh. Alejandro, do you remember last week, before you get into your inhuman story, All do you right. remember last week we did the 49 most miserable cities? I do. I do, yes. And you accused me of not stating ahead of time the conditions of what uh, you know they judged them on, like water, recreation, crime, and so okay. forth. Okay. Alejandro? I had to pay him up a six-pack. At 38 minutes and 23 seconds, Mr. Briggs was right. Oh, yes. I explained it in detail, which you were sitting there picking your nose, and he was playing with himself. Neither one of you heard me, Actually, and both of you called me a liar. <laughs> yeah, he probably went to get a beer, and I haven't listened to a word you said in 10 years. But you just did. Because it's mainly now, nonsense. Now that you know that you're wrong, you listen. I don't think I know I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. I got a six pack out of the deal. Anyway. Yeah, and that's what you need because is more, I was, more beer, right? Yeah, I was correct. I mean, your your liver's got to be pickled at this point, wouldn't you think? No, I, I would think so. So why did you drink in the Christmas episode? Um, it's the one time a year I do drink, and I you wouldn't join why. me. I think that's why. <laughs> what do you mean you think that's why? Because what previous years you have, yeah. What, so, you're act so wait, you're acting like if I have a couple of beers, you have to be the glue to hold this thing together? Well, that's so obvious. What Drunk or sober, if that's I wasn't obvious. here, you wouldn't know which freaking end of the microphone to talk Maybe into. we ought to tell the story about your um, our Hall of Fame visit one time. Well, we've had a couple of those. <laughs> or draft. I, I get into my penguins a little bit when I get away from home. <laughs> yeah, your penguins, yeah. <laughs> You got there. Anyway, let's get back to your inhuman oh, yes. stuff. So, so I hate getting gifts. Okay. So, well, circ to me. circle back to right before I'll the holidays. Them. All right. I'll, I'll never understand this. People before you, Christmas. People, yeah. Okay. People you work with, right? Leaving cards and gifts and crap yeah, on your desk. Yeah. So, so we'd had a, a COVID situation and it had essentially been sent home. So that took a lot of that pressure off, or so I thought, right? Because I'm not bringing anybody a gift. I don't know these people. I work with them. I don't know them or, or what they'd be interested Nor in. Nor want to. So what they did with the COVID situation, for whatever reason, we were required to have one person in-house each day. So we were just everybody that still works in the office took a rotation. And my day was the 23rd. All right, right before Christmas. Okay. And I come in, and there was a tin of uh, Chex Mix on my desk. That was fine. That was cool. I Homemade ate that. Homemade Homemade. Oh. And so, and there was two cards on my desk. All right. Ooh. 
So here's the thing. Ooh. Not Valentine's. No, but no, Christmas, Christmas yeah. cards. Christmas is even better. So as someone who is uncomfortable with such things, I rifled the cards in my desk because even though I'm sitting there by myself, I was too embarrassed to open them. Well, you got to open them. There's probably lottery tickets or something in them. You're skipping ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, so I follow exactly where he's going. So jump ahead to Friday of last week. I'm looking for something in my desk. I find the cards. I I wanted them out of sight, out of mind, because right. actually I was the only person there, and I got uncomfortable by getting the card. And I saw those cards there, and I thought, well, I better open the cards. It's February. <laughs> yeah. So I opened the first card. It's got a $20 gift card to the liquor store in it. Ooh. I opened the second card. It's got a $25 gift certificate for Amazon in it. So now here it is, February. I have in no way acknowledged these gifts. I wouldn't know how to acknowledge them had I opened them in a timely manner. Now what do I do? It's February. I've just opened them. You you can guess what I did, right? Can you guess what I did? Hopefully you went to the liquor store and then ordered something. <laughs> Put the on cards Amazon. back in the envelope, back in the same desk drawer, hoping for more and further plausible deniability. But now I know, and I don't know what to do. And you made it public. Yeah, now I'm talking about it in front of seven listeners on the internet. More than that. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Double digits. Exactly. Woo! Now you're looking for advice. I'll what give what you do advice. I do here? What you do is you spend them, of course. All right. All right. Now, so by that, by what he means, by why he's obsessed with this is he knows I don't drink that much, especially liquor. So he's thinking <laughs> I'm going to go out and buy something that you two alcoholics can toot more, on next week. More bullet. Yeah. Because that went dry. Uh, I, 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 Did you use all that? That was like a flagoon of bourbon. You used it up already? Like in a week. That would what? last me a oh. year. You're kidding me. <laughs> you know. I can't handle my brown I, I liquor. I really appreciate that, by the way. Thank you very much. See, that's one thing that you say to people. All right, but thank you very <laughs> two much. Two months I later, well, I guess that. you you're just saying it now. Well, no, February. I said thanks that night. I All mean, right. it, well, I don't remember. I was shit based. But, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I didn't drink. For future listeners, the Christmas episode is the best. But yeah, since at least it used to be until Pollyanna over here quit drinking on Christmas. Apparently. But since Christmas, let's see what you gave me, what my son-in-law gave me. And the two fists that I bought are all dead. <laughs> how are dead. you? Speaking of dead, how are you not dead? <laughs> Alcohol's a preservative. I don't know, but I, 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 heard from, I heard from a listener today that really got a kick out of you calling me a medical marvel. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But anyway, what you do is is you accept the gifts, okay? Well, it's back in the desk drawer now, so I take them out of the desk drawer. You take them out of the drawer, drawer, stick them in your wallet, and use them. Okay. Whoever the cards are from, say, oh, my God. You know, I'm sorry. I took those cards home, and my wife had opened I like them, it. whatever, you know, the case may be, and they were in a basket or whatever, and I saw them, and I said, oh, my God, this is, you know, from work, and I just saw them. I apologize for not saying something ahead of time. I wasn't ignoring you or discounting the gift or the thought or whatever, however so, you eloquently put your guilt. So okay? while acknowledging I just didn't open them, 
I don't want to say I just panicked and threw them in my desk. No. I need to make this clever backstory of sure. how I didn't view them. Of course. You brought them home. All right. They got mixed in with all the family Christmas cards, and me and my wife were talking, and she gave me the gift card, blah, 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 and I said, oh, my God, that was from so-and-so. Thank you very much. I apologize. So I can just say, yeah, my wife's incessant yapping led me to not be able to to see your gift. So I like that. What do you got? You're you're like oversensitive. You're half a woman, so I feel yours might be different. <laughs> I'll be glad when a little when our new studio, um, you know, assortments or furnitures here where you can I actually can actually see look him. at him. Yeah, yeah, hopefully next week, if not the week after, we'll have him in my sight line. You have one option. Oh, only one? All right. Only one. Quit? Yep. That's, <laughs> That's what I'm it. thinking I need to do. <laughs> you 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 don't even call off. You don't put in a two-week. You just stop just, showing Just stop showing up. Because here's the thing. Here, for number one. I don't think that's an option. I think it is. It is. <laughs> because I don't want to establish now that we're a gift-giving office. So now next year, oh, oh, I got to buy. You get well, into no, that whole thing. You just say, okay, you know, and, and reason it gets mixed like that because we don't give gifts here. Wait, two options. You find a random holiday, like <laughs> completely. Flag day. <laughs> no, flag day is real. Oh. You find, like. Well, box day is already over, but like the most random holiday on the calendar. All right. And you go in with a $25 and a $30. So you up their gift card. See, that's the thing. Now, no, nah, that, that is not an option. But you what tell you people could you don't do, celebrate What Christmas. you could do is find a random holiday and the give the, the damn dude. cards back to them. Ooh. Oh, re-gift. Huh? What I gave thought Three about options. doing today, let me know if this would have been. I didn't do it, but let me know what you think of this, because I did consider this. What I thought about doing was not opening the envelopes, right? Just I have but these you two. Did. Right, but just for future reference, because okay. this will probably happen again. Unless Taking them, hot, stuffing them in some random place in the office, letting somebody else find it, and then they say, "Oh my goodness, Rick! You have a couple Christmas cards here. They were in the in the bathroom. We in the bathroom cupboard. We don't know how they got there." Well, you know what would happen? It's February. They'd open them up, steal the cards. Well, that's fine. I don't yeah, want but the, the gift. The thing is, then they'd throw the cards in the trash. The people that gave them to you would see them and right. say, "What a prick!" Well, and now they're... all of a sudden, you have disgruntled employees who's going to stab you in the back at every chance they got now. The other thing I'm thinking about doing is calling a meeting. And tell them don't give cards And anymore. say, listen, grown men shouldn't be buying other grown men gift cards. Now, was it from males? One of the two were. Oh, Lord. So it was a really, really nice gesture. Kind of like Team Slacks in a way, isn't it? Right, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I so I'm in a bind here. So you think I got to acknowledge? Can I do this via email, so I don't have to look anybody in the yeah, eye sure. while I say that's the best way. Make up this elaborate story of oh my god. Yeah, because you can type it out and and, and you know change everything. You're not stumbling and bumbling around. See, because saying. I think you guys can understand. Not that it makes sense or it's normal human behavior, but you guys know me well enough that just saying. I just we got to it now. We are in the same fantasy but I don't think football other... league with the same yeah. 12 inhuman people that right. any of us know. Yes. So you know how to send future emails, right? Like the rapper? 
I mean, I don't have his email address, but if I had it, I would know how to send him one. Yeah. You befuddled me on that one. Congratulations. Gotcha. You can set up an email to send in the future. Like, say you want to reply to the something. The rapper was a song by Donny Iris and the Jaggers. Pittsburgh boy. Yeah, man. I gave you the options that you needed. You took it one, two, four. You really need, there it was. That's what we needed. I'm going to buy a crown. Will you be willing to buy the crown, wear the crown if I buy one and you no sell, you have to put the crown on? Only when the horns play. Well, yeah. Okay. Not to spoiler alert, but you don't have to do that. Oh. I mean, do I get coronated? I mean, like. You get all like the corn you want. I mean, it's going to no, be put on your head more like a dunce cap than a coronation. I, I don't but, know. I, but it's, it's still a honor. crown. Future and, email. Oh, yeah, future email. Send it's a not an option anyway. Send a future email Okay. December 26th, 2021, and when it gets sent out, just be like, oh, my God, I just realized I put the wrong year in. Sounds elaborate, but it could work. What would, oh, that's the ghost. <laughs> it's the ghost giggle. Is that it? I'm exhausted. No. I don't feel like we resolved this. I got a lot of shtick. I still I don't know what to do. I gave you the only options Blame you the have. warden. I like yes. that. Blame the warden. I came across an article of... Make it quick. I'm hungry. Odd hobbies. Odd hobbies. All right. I, I, I want to... Um, you know, This is what some people apparently actually do. Okay, some people like to dress up as characters while others collect coins. Some think a little bit outside the box and take up hobbies you might not even know existed. Here's a list. Beetle fighting. You choose, fight like a beetle or you make different the types fight. of beetles to fight against each other. Beetle fighting enthusiasts sometimes breed different species of beetles for fighting. You can find videos about it online, but while some might find it interesting, others a bit gross. How do you know who won? Will a beetle fight to the death? I don't know. How about extreme ironing? <laughs> yes, it's a competitive sport, also known as EI. Extreme ironing consists of ironing yeah, clothing yeah. in different, usually extreme situations, like while rock climbing surfing or in a kayak do they have an ironing board apparently that would seem cumbersome back to your other one bug wars is a legit thing on youtube bug really? wars stone skipping <laughs> I like yes skip it's exactly that you take a nice oval stone and you try to bounce it on water as many times as possible the current record holder managed how many bounces can you take a guess mm. 26. Alejandro. 126. 51. You went over, I win. Yep. Price is right. Suing. Suing? Like suing people? Suing! No, suing. Suing? Like the pigs? No. Suing people. Oh, I can see that. <laughs> I can totally see <laughs> that. Okay. It's a, they consider being, that a hobby? Despite being incarcerated at a federal prison in Kentucky, Jonathan Lee Riches has made it into the Guinness Book of World Records. His He was named as a person who has filed the most lawsuits ever. 
So what did he do next? He filed a lawsuit against the folks at Guinness. <laughs> he filed lawsuits against the New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick, former nice. President George W. Bush, um, Somali Pirates, Brittany Spears, Martha Stewart. He has also filed lawsuits against Plato, Nostradamus, <laughs> Jimmy play. Hoffa, I and like various it. Buddhist monks. Has he won any? The Lincoln Memorial, the Eiffel Tower, and Three Mile Island. Sounds In his like latest court filing, Richard wrote about how he sued Black History Month. The president of Iran and butter substitute, I can't believe, is not butter. Was he the one that sued Osama bin Laden? For, or, um, oh, sh- yeah, I'm reading all of this, and it's, and it's like... It just, it, it I was just, watching Buck Wars. I'm not going to lie. It's over. <laughs> Element collecting. Element? I wonder how you collect like helium. Yeah, yeah. You have to put it in a balloon. Radium. You probably don't. can't put that in your sock drawer. Plutonium. I mean, it doesn't even sound like any fun. Yeah. Now, here's my favorite. Well, my last, the last two are my favorites. Thank God. I'm hungry. Competitive duck herding. Yes, competitive duck herding is a hobby. You learn to herd ducks like you would sheep. Apparently it has become popular for corporate days out. Really? Yeah. Yeah, my most volume up on that thing if you want to play some. I can't because I'm watching Bug Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Toy voyaging. Toy voyaging. That sounds up. Do you have a toy that needs a vacation? <laughs> Some people create a travel log and profile for their traveling toy. You can also include life missions for your toy, where you tell potential hosts what your toy wants to do while visiting. Hosts and owners update the travel log and add pictures. You know, I told you that story a few show in another thing about Otis Bagface. Yeah, you know the two Otis, burnouts yeah. t- took the bag that we had. <laughs> On vacation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing, I'm sure. All right, well. We invented that 40-some years ago. As long as there's copious amounts of marijuana and mushrooms involved, I'm all right with it. But just (laughs) some jackass sending their baby doll to Paris (laughs) needs to be shot on sight, right? I mean. Exactly. There there has to be some some qualifiers there, I would think. There you go. And you know what? I have another one. Otis Bagface was a much better story than this. Yeah, that story stunk. I didn't like it. Are we done? That's all the hobbies that I all have. All right. Well, we're, we're going to get out of here. That, unless oh, sh- unless oh, you, did, you, did you know that no. Mike, Ta- Mike Tyson <laughs> all right. is a pigeon racer? I did know that, actually. How do you race pigeons, I wonder? Flying them? Or is it walking? Well, no, I think, you, I think you hold multiple. on to him and you run. <laughs> I, I don't think he's racing the pigeon. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's Mike Tyson versus the no, pigeon. No, I know that. But, <laughs> I mean, are two the, pigeons. Are the pigeons <laughs> flying? Or are they like running in a cage? Well, they're not swimming. Who would watch pigeons <laughs> run in a cage? I don't pigeons know. Pigeons fly. Who would watch beetles fighting for God's sake? Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, this idiot because he's over here smashing <laughs> buttons instead. For the past seven minutes. <laughs> I think that tells you what the show is done when Tom Selleck is an avocado farmer. So really, Magnum PI. But at least that's a business. I guess it's not really not. Yeah, that's I not guess a hobby. hobby to him. Well, for him because he's a millionaire. Yeah. Wait, do you remember Elf? It's a puppet. The alien? Yeah. Yeah. He's a puppet. There was an episode where he was talking about an avocado farm that went under. Under what? 
underground. No kidding. I thought they grew mushrooms. All right, you're just stalling now so I can't go eat ham barbecue. So you're going to hit the ending, and I'm going to do the read, and you're going to say, take care, and the the long national nightmare is over. Do we all understand the order of things? I press a button. You press a button. With volume up. Preferably. Bug Wars not I talk. You say, take care. I eat ham barbecue. I didn't do that. Let's see if we can do this. Ready? Ah, he did it. That's Chaos and Disorder for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. We will be back next week, same time, same channel, with... Does it end if I don't say it? Yeah, this, it goes on forever at oh. that point in perpetuity. <laughs> okay. I can't, my OCD will not allow that to happen. So next week with Finkelstein further away, but yet in my sight line so I can monitor this nonsense. Of course, check out everything over on Twitter, Chaos and Disorder, Chaos and Disorder pod, podcast on Facebook, and Rick put out some call to action for the Gmail, chaosanddisorderpod at gmail.com. Until next time, don't screw with me here, Rick. We'll see you. So it does go on forever, right? Don't forget about Rival Lovers. That's right. We do want to thank Rival Lovers for the wonderful music that brings the show in and takes the show out. And until next time, we'll see you. And you can find Rival Lovers on Twitter, at Rival Lovers. And don't forget about Bandcamp. Take care. Thank God. Hasta luego. You don't get a thing.